check, check. Check real quick. Check, check, check. Mike, check. I see a waveform. Yo, there. yo. Strong Calm Podcast. Hello, Facebook audience. We are live, 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 live with Chris Patton. You might know him as DJ Cicero. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about the top hip hop albums of the year. If you're just listening to this, hello, I I do want to acknowledge you, the listener of Strong Calm Podcast, the podcast that's all about the three C's, communication, community building, and how those two things relate and help you build stronger company, whether that's the company that you're building, like a business, or the company that you keep, like the person that's right beside you, like this guy right here. You see what I'm saying? Yes, so, yes. Uh, Strong Calm Podcast. So uh, I like to talk about communication, marketing, branding, all that kind of stuff, but communication um, it also... I like to talk about it in the realm of the arts, and uh, I've been a hip-hop fan for a very, very long time, so mm-hmm. last year, and actually earlier this year, uh, Chris and I connected and talked about, you know, our favorite hip-hop albums of the past year, and right, uh, so right. this is now an annual... Yes, it is. We're back, man. This is an annual Second event. one, dude. It was, it was fun doing it the first time, and I mean, uh, first off, man, again, glad to be here. Uh, definitely support, big fan of the Strong Calm podcast, man, what you got going here, and um, I think when we started that man you definitely got the itch in us going we started our foundation podcast a little bit after that we uh you know came down to the uh, pipeline here and got membership so uh it got us got the podcast juices going in me man so i'm just uh, glad to be back yeah uh, it's fun to do and uh yeah man i'm ready ready to run through them again this time dude it's gonna be fun uh foundation 903 podcast That's it. is a good podcast great hip-hop podcast for sure yeah um just uh me and some of the friends man we, we do uh, local hip-hop shows so we just you know get in once a month or so and you know shoot the shit I guess I'm cussing sorry off the top you're uh, good but, you're, uh, you're good I am old enough to cuss free speech that. y'all yeah uh, but uh, yeah so you know we just talk hip hop talk about the shows we got coming up so um, yeah check us out at the foundation 903 on all platforms except Twitter it's just the foundation 903 or foundation 903 but at the foundation 903 just do that one that's easier <laughs> bet bet um and i'm gonna do a selfish plug real quick i just got a new uh website strongmy.com but i want yeah. you to know that you can go subscribe so you don't miss every episode that i'm going to come out with next year 2020 big plans strongmy.com slash subscribe you'll get it in do your it. inbox email all that kind of stuff so let's just jump right into the show my man let's get it going let's so we're going. gonna talk uh just so you know if you're listening live we're gonna do we're going to do Grammys, we're going to talk other news, okay. then we're going to jump into um, our favorite albums, and then we'll talk about albums of the decade. Bet, yeah. And uh, so let's go, let's go. So uh, Yeah, hopefully I see some people, looks like they're popping up in the live, right man. On. what up, what up? Throw in some Sam, suggestions, I guess, how right? how you doing? What's up, y'all? Uh, let's see. Jace? Jace. Yeah, what's up, Jace? Nevis, what's going on, man? What's up, y'all? If you, cool. uh, if you have a hip-hop album, yeah, I'd uh, love to hear what you love. So, uh, Grammy nominations for Hip-Hop Album of the Year. That's, a, that's the only one we're going to do. Okay. Uh, as far as, like, you know, we could do Album of the Year and all that, but... Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into it, like we said, probably, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the, the... The five that made the list, yeah. Dreamville, mm-hmm. uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 2, right. Meek Mill Championships, which yes. came out tail end of last year, uh, 21 Savage, I Am Greater Than I Was, came right. out tail end of uh, last year as well, uh, yeah. Igor by uh, Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. and YBN Corday with Lost Boy. Yep. So, <laughs> first reaction on this list, what do you think? 
Um, it's it's weird now that you mention it. Um, first of all, you know, it's a lot of back in the last years. I guess I didn't realize that yeah. Savage was back in the last year too. Maybe that's why I forgot they kind of lost that in the, sh- the shuffle as well. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's hit or miss. I mean, I guess I could get to the the big gripe I've got with it. Obviously, um, the fact that the Tyler the Creator is in there. <laughs> It's right on the edge of hip-hop. I mean, we're going to talk about it more anyway. So it is hip-hop, but I feel like it should have been in the album of the year category, which they did not put it in there. Uh, They could have easily taken out uh, a young man that made a song about the road, um, (laughs) which somehow, and even an album, and it made it an album of the year, which is ridiculous to me. So it feels like they kind of were like, all right, we'll we'll throw you over here, Tyler, and he'll probably win it. And I don't necessarily think he should for a rap album. If we're going on who I think should win I would go Meek Mill man championship Uh, although it was the back end of last year I went back to it um, you know I go back to it every so often I mean it's it's a hip hop album he is rapping all the way through Uh, it starts really strong got that dope Jay-Z verse on there Um, it does have a dope Jay-Z verse yeah I mean the Drake song was big you know for the commercialism end of it for Mm -hmm. the back too so to me that's the most solid one but I think it might get lost in that so far you know so far back uh, spot so I would I would give it to Meek but I think they're gonna go Tyler the Creator yeah uh, what do you think uh, I tend to agree with you I think Meek Mill um, I'm not a big Meek fan just cause his style is like real bombastic yeah. that kind of thing you kind of be you have to be in the mood for it yeah but he's developed quite a bit over yeah. the past few years and Championships was an album that I enjoyed last year like it was the first one that I really enjoyed like all the way through mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. instead of having to like work through like his past album right so um, no, I know what you mean. He can get very, it's just very, gets going, gets it's very aggressive, very it's aggressive, and yeah, like you know, it'll be kind of rapping. He gets, starts yelling. And you're like, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I hear that, man. And yeah, it just felt like, I mean, a, he, you know, obviously the entire jail situation. He kind of got right. out and had the album, and it definitely feels just like a, I mean, to kind of tie into the other homie, obviously R.I.P. A victory lap for him though, also of like him mm. getting out and just being able to put together like this great album. A lot it's of a big moment features. Too, yeah. yeah, you know, and it just. It, has that feel to it so yeah I, I like Dreamville and what they did um, yeah. arguably one of the best uh, compilation albums that, that's come out like that mm-hmm. um, but it's not Grammy worthy to me yeah I mean it's, it's more compilation than you know if I always you know it's I'm not a, a singular focus yeah I was gonna say I'm a sucker for stories and if we're talking about you know album hip hop album you know the entire mm-hmm. piece of work yeah I want there to be something in there that that kind of ties it all together and you know I'll, I'll go I listen to tracks here or there but I never find myself like oh I want to dive back into this entire right you know this whole album and get it and go. I don't you know it's like hit or miss so yeah I don't, yeah. I don't know why that made it but I don't know it's uh, I, that being said storytelling wise like no res- no no disrespect to 21 Savage I think he's grown as well yeah. but I don't think this is the album that should be his, his Grammy and right. then with Lost Boy it's his first one huge respect to the dude he's a storyteller great rapper Mm -hmm. but I don't think that uh, again it doesn't it doesn't top what championships is yeah I mean uh yeah, on the on the YBN, I went back to it a few times because I mean, you know, there's times where I'm like, man, well, hey, he's got it, and there's a few songs I liked, so I, I definitely gave it like another listen again to be like, do I is this really something I'm really down with? And yeah, it just it didn't really stick with me all the way through. So uh, you know, he's got good songs, good production, good good choices, but just doesn't stick with me personally. So um, 
Yeah. So that's that's the Grammys. But yeah, again, my biggest gripe. I mean, we're going to be talking about Igor. Uh, spoiler alert, a little bit later. Uh, but I just don't know why they put it in hip hop album when it I think should be in the album category for one of the best of the year. Period. Uh, so that to me is the annual Grammy gripe. I guess I have for the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. hey. again, yeah. we said it last time. Somebody's going to be mad about something. So exactly, exactly. But then you know you do go back at like last year and compare the albums from last year to this year and it's like way different there's some heavy yeah. hitters last year yeah it was, it, was uh, a, it was a hard year last year so so let's let's moving right along we got we got plenty of stuff to to talk about screen uh, man what do you think about six nine and uh him what, what do you, oh, so, man. so he got sentenced to 24 months right um there was there 11 was, more than what he's done right he's at, was he at 13 Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard there's a little bit served on there, which I mean. It'll get out in 2020, apparently. Right. Right. It'll be the end of it. Mm -hmm. And, but they were saying for like three days that he could have gotten out. Right. Right. I remember you posting that. I mean, it was going all over the the web. Like everybody did think he was just going, all right, there you go. Yeah. Thanks. And then, but I'm glad the judge gave him something and I mean I saw some of the quotes where I don't know I guess the judge was kind of being funny or kind of making a joke of it or something do you see any of that or just... I heard that yeah she said uh, I appreciated the memes yeah <laughs> which are the memes it, that's which 2019 in that show I guess yeah it's, it's crazy but uh, it's, a, it's a weird story man I mean since we started our foundation podcast, that's kind of been going the whole way. So it always ends up being a headline. We like, ah, well, six nine still going on. So, right. but uh, I mean, I guess he's going to get to lay up, and then I go right into this uh, deal he's got. You know, this big yeah. record deal. And what do you what do you think is like? What is he going to talk about? I don't know. We'll see. Something maybe just the same stuff. I could see him doing that, although he can't do any of that stuff. You know, that's what like, I'm saying. I could see him doing that and just you know vibe vibe uh, artist or I don't know. He's pretty. To his credit, you know, he's pretty funny and clever on just picking random stuff. So maybe he'll just become like a beef. Maybe just looks for beefs and beefs with people. You know, I don't know. He'll have no, uh, <laughs> he'll have no shortage of beefs right, to you pick know. from. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he gets shots all the time. It's weird. It's weird. I'm, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Uh, I mean, I am happy again that they didn't just let him write out because I'm like, man, if they let him write out, I don't know. That's he's gonna have some people on you quick, you know. So maybe he can plan what he's gonna do now a little more time. But uh, man, it's it's a weird story that I guess is gonna continue. For uh, <laughs> we're not going to get foreseeable future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. It's like one of those things where you just don't want to see it, but you continue to see it, and I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, let, let's jump into the albums uh, of 2019. Let's do it. Favorite stuff. So, uh, first one that you've got. No particular order. Or are you in order or what? Um, not in any particular order. I remember last year. Did we do some sort of criteria? I kind of did the same, though, just, you know, what I enjoyed myself personally, Mm -hmm. what maybe had a little bit of commercial appeal, but mostly what I liked, what I thought was sonically, you know, good, um, and then what I came back to also, you know, so. Yeah. uh, But again, I think we both are pretty sure on saying this is our opinions. These are not set in stone. Don't come at us, y'all, trying to. Yeah, I I think it. And give us some suggestions, though. Sup? Somebody said sup. Yeah, Sam. Sam says, what's up? Sup, Sam. Um, Man, we got some folks in here. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. It's Friday. Um, if you like hip-hop, leave a comment. Let us know. Oh, your hand's <laughs> in the air. Don't be shy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 
I, I agree. It's it's. I, I judge these on you know what I enjoyed personally the most. Right. What um, I think was a good contribution to hip hop in general, and it's and along the lines of the first point is I like storytelling. I like rappers who like rap rap instead of uh, more of the vibes and all that kind of stuff. I hate. And I like comprehensive projects. So I think you know the five that I picked are they're they're all in that. Mm-hmm. And you know I. Uh, they they've definitely all these have definitely made other people's lists you right. know what i mean so yeah, they, they they hit the zeitgeist in a, in a certain way i hear that i hear that uh okay well yeah you want to hit one first i'm doing one yeah, last sure. little um look i'll up go here. right in with uh young thug so much fun okay and oh, that's, that's a surprise there off the top you know it is a surprise for me because i didn't start out really liking young thug mm-hmm. all that much uh, when Barter Six came out, I was like, okay, you know, it was kind of a like, how long is this gonna last type right. situation? And then his antics have been, you know, like, you know, well, wearing dresses, well documented, yes, yeah, <laughs> all kinds of, you know, just outlandish stuff. And um, I never knew how to like pin him, and and that's fine, you know. Um, but over time, I've been able to appreciate his style and how he and he, he bends his voice in so many different ways right he has a lot of range to me yeah um, I actually liked beautiful thugger girls which is like he, he did a lot of acoustic sampling right. and stuff like that really weird <laughs> this is the one though he's got the guitar but it's like upside down and he has album. no legs it's, yeah. it's just all, it's just bizarre <laughs> right but so I didn't realize that this is actually his first album right official and, yeah that's crazy and so so it came out and you know young thug knows how to put some songs together mm-hmm. like he knows the formula you know right, he's, yeah, he, he can make he, can, he knows that yeah exactly the he, formula of making hits yeah or, so, know, catchy so songs. i appreciate that anytime i throw on this album i feel like it could it, it could vibe you know people can vibe with it mm-hmm. um and i liked I just like his versatility. You know, right. he he's always doing something a little bit different. He's in his own lane and he yeah. knows his own lane. Right. And he's continuing to refine it. He knows how to put people together. So um, I really enjoyed the album because of how it w- it is like a, a kind of fun album. And then right. just today he came out with four new tracks. Oh, uh, right. okay. One with a Travis Scott feature and one with a Gunna feature. And um, I think I saw something about yeah the Travis yeah. Scott. It's uh, a on something. So yeah, that's the deluxe, and I just think it's one of the best albums of the year. Um, yeah. and, I mean, I, that's just kind of my take. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, you know, I I went through it. I know I'm, I'm kind of like I, maybe you were <laughs> before, but I, you know, I never was a huge thugger guy. Um, just I don't know, just you know, not really my style. Um, you know, the sing songy rap stuff. But I mean, I obviously can see his influence. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in the game, and, and there's so many people now that try to do what he does, and you're like, well, that's you're not doing what he did. He, he yeah. did it like he did it, so you know, so right. I can you can kind of respect that. Um, and there's one song on there I really really liked. I put it on one of my uh, monthly playlist tracks. I can't remember the name of it off the top. So, but yeah, I mean, it's you know for the vibes, and then you know there's the creativity mm-hmm. that he brings to it. Yeah, I can and, respect it, man, for sure. You know, coming back to what I said about storytelling, there's not a lot of storytelling in this right. album at all. Right. That's, but, that's funny you led with that. One. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah. But it's like a uh, he 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 has a sonic sound that he's pursuing that you mm-hmm. can tell and like over the over his career and all of his projects he's slowly and steadily refining it and right. I appreciate a man with a vision you know what yeah, I mean yeah he stuck kind of to his to his guns on that and I mean he could have 
like you said, the success he got. I don't know if you want to call it early or not. I guess if it's his first album, then it's mm-hmm. early. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he could have gone a lot of different ways. But, uh, you know, he's kind of sticking to his guns or kind of doing it how he wants to do it. It seems like he could have got pulled different ways by like the label or, you know, right. that kind of deal. So, uh, so yeah, shout out to uh, Thugger. What you got? Um, I'll hit up first. I don't, I don't know where I want to start, man. But um, <laughs> I am going to start with... Uh, We'll start across the pond, man. I think I talked about it at the midway part. Uh, Little Sims, gray area. Oh yeah, it, it, it stuck. It stuck with me um, for the whole year. Um, you know, young lady from I can't remember the exact city in England area, UK, but um, just a great album. Uh, gray area. I think it's about mostly lyrically. It's about her kind of turning 25 I think or you know just kind of mid 20s so mm-hmm. on a story aspect or from that level it's definitely one of those coming of age type of albums you know mm-hmm. but from a from a female perspective um, and I mean just comes in brash very very bombastic as far as the the music the lyrics um, you know one line that sticks out on the second song is called Boss and I mean you know she just you know it's getting it going and she says uh, you know like I'm a boss in a fucking dress and you know I just catch myself like rapping that part and I'm like wait I don't wear dresses <laughs> you know so I just get so into the song and uh, you know it's just I don't know uh, you know female MCs there are a lot of good projects out there this year but this one stuck with me overall not just as a female MC but I just like how she came at this kind of coming of age story and relationships. There's a song towards the back end uh, called Therapy, and it's just kind of like her rapping to a therapist, you know, and I don't really need to be here, da da da. Um, so it's just really good. I mean, UK rap, I know, is kind of. It's a little sketchy different. for people sometimes. But another thing I like about this is it's accessible because, A, I don't know all the grime or just UK, uh, you know, slang. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not one of those albums where you're like, wait, what is, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know, like, it's not a lot of that, uh, but she's spitting. Tings. Yeah, not, not, tings. not too many tings. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it's really accessible. Uh, she's a really talented young lady, Little Sims. Um, I, what I'm going to try to do for this this time around for uh like songs to check out I'm just gonna try to do one one song per right. so if you don't have a lot of time if you just can check out one one track uh, the one by Lil Sims to check out is Pressure off of uh, Gray Area and it kind of runs the range it, it has the kind of vulnerable aspect of her it has the overly lyrical aspect of her all in one track uh, so Lil Sims Gray Area Nice. Yeah, I remember yeah. you talking about that, and I checked it out, gave it like you know one kind of real quick listen, and the production is is really neat on it. Yeah. Um, I, I got to come back to it. Yeah, um, yeah. So for my next, I'm gonna talk about my man Two Chains. Two Chains. Uh, rapper, go to the league. Yeah. It came out at the first part of the year, like mm-hmm. literally like January eighth or something like that. Like it came out like way early. Right. Okay. And uh, highly anticipated because it was the album that came out. After Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, yeah, it was which big. put him to another level. Yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, so I really enjoyed the album. Two Chains is my favorite rapper. I've made like no, you know, right. that is definitely not a, a, a surprise announcement. <laughs> um, but again, I love concepts. Mm-hmm. I love albums with a, a storyline. I love rappers that have good punchlines, great production. And he's from the South, so it's got that, got that great Southern sound right um it wasn't what i was expecting mm-hmm. uh it was a much more mature album and it's that's what made pretty girls like trap music 
better. Right. You know, uh, if you look at his uh, discography, it, that's what kind of the, that was the first album that really started that. Mm-hmm. You know him down that path, and this one is just that next step. I think this album is going to get slept on uh, yeah. this year. Unfortunately, it was early it came out early, yeah, because it came out super early. But um, as I come back to it, I look through the tracks. I'm like, man, this is a well put together album, and uh, I don't think he's going to get enough credit for it. Right, but you know that's just how it goes sometimes. Um, so. Rapper go to the league, really, really good. Uh, great concept. Love the way that he presents himself, brands himself, all that. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to his next project. I mean, he's he continues to to go up even if he doesn't like impact the whole zeitgeist. You know what right, I mean? Right. And I mean, he's been doing a lot of other things. I mean, he's got like the show. It's been going on now, right on most uh, expensivest. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's he didn't a, even tour off this album. Really? Yeah, that's right. He's just kind of been, you know, riding it. But um, no, it was on my halfway list. I remember, and it kind of it kind of slid to the honorable mentions on me. Uh, but no, it was still good. I, I liked it. Uh, you know, for the reasons, uh, all the reasons you said, he's still just getting better. Um, he's got the dope track on there with Ninth Wonder on the beat, which was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Just hearing him on the Ninth Wonder beat, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's you know a love story in there. Uh, uh, you know, I, I said before, I like the kind of those uh, the clips from his like basketball, like right. him playing basketball yeah, and like, stuff. He's the, he's probably the best in the game in terms of content production. Right. Like yeah. he's and one of the only ones that are doing content based oh. on his whole brand. I got, on you. All, I got you on everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. whereas like you'd have some rappers that put out two singles and then you don't hear from them for uh-huh. months. He's putting out, he's got like a YouTube show and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's all really like, figured that out or, yeah. you know, noticed the trend of that and yeah, kind of really hit it hard. So, right. Right. Um, so, yeah, rap, um, league, two mm-hmm, trains. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm up next. I am going to go, uh, to, I'm trying to figure out the order to, to drop these. I'm not going to like it. It really matters. Um, I'm going to go, I guess, to the Freddie Gibbs. I'm sure you you have that as well if I'm looking up here. Uh, Mad, Mad Lib, Freddie Gibbs, Bandana. Oh, yeah. We can talk about Just that. combo it up. Um, yeah. Uh, back with their second project. Freddie Gibbs, uh, you know, great MC out of Indiana. Been in the game a very long time, um, you know, and, and just really found his groove with these Mad Lib projects, you know, or, I mean, he was always, he's always dope, but I guess maybe he found like a bigger audience. Maybe that's what I maybe mean to say. Yeah. Um, because obviously Mad Lib is, is a legendary producer, uh, you know, from just the classic sample end, experimental hip hop end, uh, his work with Jay Dilla. So, just kind of putting them together, it kind of reminds me of um, like Gnarls Barkley when that kind of hit, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you kind of get this offshoot uh, hip hop brand or like fan base from the production end and then you get kind of a mainstream or a little more known uh, hip hop act. But yeah, I mean, everything they do is, is dope. Uh, Freddie Gibbs is, is unbelievably funny throughout the whole project. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of personality in Bandana. Uh, the soulful classic production, man, he can spit. You know, top top notch lyricism. A lot of people don't notice that or think about it when you think of Freddie Gibbs because he can come off kind of funny and right. making jokes a lot. But uh, you know, he can spit, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of effortless. It's just a smooth album. Feels like it's very easy for them to make these projects. You know, but they yeah. just come off and, and sound great. So. Uh, you can chime in, I guess. It's yeah, on your man, seat. it's definitely on my list too. Uh, one of the more unique and enjoyable listens because you never really know what's going to happen next. Right. Uh, that's credit to Mad Lib's production. It's just mm-hmm. inventive. Uh, and then Freddie, I mean, he's 
I respect the way that he can really rap on a lot of stuff and sound like it was made, like made for him. You right, know what I mean? Like right. he came out with another album called Freddy, I think. Uh, that's a, a bunch of trap beats. Yeah, and okay. real aggressive kind of trap beats. Right. Uh, and I mean, he sounded right at home in there too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, so I really like the the album. Um, I need to. I haven't really spun it a lot, mm-hmm. but I need to come back to it. But as far as you know, looking at the landscape of albums that come out this year, this is definitely a standout because of just how creative and interesting it is. Like people, like these two guys actually made some interesting music instead of, yeah. They, yeah. They, they did them and they didn't, you know, care about anything else and right. made something really great. So. And I mean, they, you know, they kind of had bought some, uh, some goodwill with the first project, I think too, oh, where they didn't sure. feel any, any pressure to have to do. But I mean, you know, and that's what's interesting with this album is like, I mean, <laughs> It doesn't Mad really Lib sound made, like that at all. Yeah, but like Mad Lib has like a, he made kind of a trap beat on there, uh, you know, on the second track. Uh, mm-hmm. It's half man, half cocaine. Uh, but at first I'm like, oh man, is he kind of like, you know, trying to ride the trend or something? But then I kind of go back to him and it's like, nah, they're just, I mean, he's just, they're having fun. And he's like, hey, I got this kind of trap sound and beat. And, you know, and it, now it comes back and it's one of my favorite songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're both just so talented. Uh, Mad Lib. I, can't, I need to research this. I don't know. I haven't confirmed or, or not this, but he said on like Twitter he made like all the beats on like a yeah. iPad or something. Yeah, I don't know if he did or not. I mean, it's possible. No, I'm pretty sure. Is that's, it for sure? Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's just a testament to how good he is. I mean, you kind of hear this a little bit cleaner than the usual Mad Lib stuff. Uh, you know, when he's going just out of like hardware, but I mean, it still has that 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 dusty vibe. Uh, so man, great project. I'm trying to figure out my first track or my one track uh, for it, and uh, the internet's not working. Oh, so I mean, no. I like uh, <clears throat> I like freestyle shit a lot. I don't know if that's very accessible uh, for people as like you know the one to check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, on that he's really singing more than than rapping. But this is kind of a cool vibe, little uh, trumpet. So uh, I'll just go with that. But check out the whole album. But if you had a chance, check out freestyle shit and uh, you know kick your feet up. Get get some smooth vibes going, because uh, it's it's definitely that kind of chill out track. But the whole album is is, is dope, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go with uh, I'll say Benny the Butcher. The plugs I met. The plugs I met. Yeah. So Griselda, we can do a whole episode <laughs> on Griselda, really. But yeah. uh, this one stood out to me. I've been so their output's insane. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know. For mom that's watching, you know, uh, Benny the Butcher, uh, help me out here. Benny, Benny the, Butcher, the Butcher, Conway, Conway the Machine, and uh, what's the third guy? Fly God. Fly God. Uh, uh, but that's an alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's his other name? Anyway, I just checked out that album. Uh, yeah, the Fly God album. These three, three dudes uh, form the rap outfit Griselda. They're from Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. And their output, they I think between the three of them, they've been coming out with an album every probably two or three months seems like for the past like year or so yeah um probably more than that and uh they just came out with their their album on shady called what would uh wwcd mm-hmm. and um it's pretty dope too but um i like benny's voice and rap style it's just really pleasing to listen to right. and this album specifically the plugs i met is just incredibly dope and 
it's only seven tracks, like 25 minutes. And, you know, it's really hard for me to stay with something, you know, uh, right. for a long period of time. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And this day and age, I mean, there's, there's just so much going on, so much to consume. And but he packs it in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he's a one of the better lyricists of this year and yeah, yeah, uh, by far. And he gets a lot of credit for this album. I think it's it really incredible. It's up there with Daytona. Uh, to me, I mean, if you're to compare, you know, seven yeah. track, you know what I mean. It, there's a lot of parallels that you could draw, right? On obviously, that. <laughs> yes. And yes. Uh, I mean, it's it's really really dope. It's an it's an awesome hip hop album, but I mean, it is you know, it's not for everybody. It's a cocaine rap, yeah. all that kind of I stuff. I mean, the Pusher comparisons are you know, and obviously he's got Push on the, on there on the yeah. AT Wheeler, which is a dope track. But he's got his own style. He's not like Pusher really, right. but in, in a you lot know, of ways. Just su- you know, subject matter. Some right. people get you know. Rub the wrong way with right. the with the drug talk, but I right. mean, just production wise, it's amazing too. Um, and like you said, yeah. I mean, one of the, the best productions, yeah. incredible. I was uh, listening to it. Alchemist, Incre- Derringer. I mean, I know they pretty much handle most of it, and I yeah. mean, that's a that's a great combo. I've seen an interview with Benny. He's just like, yeah, I mean, we got Alchemist on our team, man. How can we lose? You yeah. know? And I'm like, yeah, if you get out all the Alchemist beats you want, I mean, you're probably doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I really like that project. Uh, that's, yeah, that's my no, piece. man. Uh, shout out to the whole Griselda movement. Uh, the homie Decline uh, works with the foundation. Uh, he went and saw them in Dallas a while ago, and right. I actually he went to Freddie Gibbs and he Benny popped up at that show too. He said so. Oh, he just man. came back through. So, but he's big with Griselda as well. I mean, yeah, y'all could go, y'all could get together and go all year on some Griselda. I'm sure for sure. Um, but yeah, man, Benny, just dope, man. The production, that that whole crew, which I'm still trying to get the other guy's name because he's dope too. He just had that project come out. Um, Hermes wears Hitler. Hitler wears Hermes. Yeah, yeah. That's his like mixtape series. Yeah, which is dope. I don't know. The internet's not working here or something. But anyway, or my yeah. phone internet. The hip hop heads are gonna kill us. Yeah, we all y'all know who we're talking about. Hitler wears Hermes uh, was the album he had. So they're they're just all very distinctive. The whole Griselda crew. Mm-hmm. Benny to me, I don't know. You said as far as like lyricism, he has it, but he's he's really concise. Like he doesn't like you said. Right. It's not a lot of extra words, but all of his words carry weight. You know, right. like haha, pun intended. Yeah. But, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so everything is, you know, real heavy. So shout out to Benny Man, Griselda. It's just cool to see that kind of everybody get behind like a, a boom bap, you know, kind of throwback group like kind of everybody is. You know, once they sign to Jay, once you got Jay-Z helping you too, that doesn't that doesn't hurt. So, yeah, you got interwebs up there. Right, do I don't even know. <laughs> West Side, West Side Gun. Gun. There, there we go. go. There you go. West Side Gun. Boop, boop, See, boop. but yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can only take West Side in, in doses. His voice yeah. is so shrill. Yeah. And uh, like, I like Conway because he's kind of he's got that Benny tone. Mm-hmm. But when you put them all three together, it's fun to listen to because they right. all kind of, you know what I mean? They all balance each other out. Uh, but it's hard for me to like get through like a oh West Side. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm the same man because. Um, yeah, just because. But he's dope. He he he. I mean, he can rap. Yeah, he's got that very you know high pitched voice. Uh, I did see an interview with him. I guess you know he was the first artist in Griselda. He kind of him and the other guy. They had a, another homie that got killed or passed away. Uh, but I mean, he kind of is the the main guy. I kind of mm-hmm. thought Benny was, but I mean, uh, yeah, Conway's kind of the the mainstay of it. He reminds me of uh, the other homie Currency with the ad libs because you know he does the. Boop, boop, boop. 
little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it's too much. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just enough, and then sometimes you're like, all right, man, you've done the gun noise a billion <laughs> times, man. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. But I uh, also like, you know, I'm still on the own Conway now, but I like his production choices. He usually gets samples, and I'm just going to my producer bag here, but he usually gets like vocal sampled uh, beats, or it's just, you know, there's not even any drums. It's just like a vocal sample, and you just loose them. Yeah. So it seems like that's something he prefers which is kind of interesting and just a cool a cool way to go about it so i like some of his tracks just for that aspect but then you know sometimes the boom boom booms i'm like all right i'm, I'm good right but uh benny yeah still dope man shout out to benny what you got uh i'm next uh we already did the freddy uh i guess we're, we're gonna join up kind of on this one too we were talking about it um I had kind of one spot left. I was like, I know there's something I need to add, and it's that, it's that Maxo Cream, man. Um, you have it on yours, so you yeah, got the yeah. yeah there we go. That's Brandon my last Banks. one right there. Yeah, um, it's really it's really dope, man. Surprising, you know. I'd heard of him. I, I never really checked him out, and just did kind of a random listen um, to it. And I mean, it's just it's just dope. I mean, obviously, it's got a, a, a story to it. You know, a lot about his dad. Um, you know, and I guess their relationship and and, and things. And uh, yeah, it's surprising to me, but something that's still got some vibes to it uh, I, I come back to and I think it's the first track overall would be my one track to mm-hmm. check out I can't remember the name of it um, but yeah just like, I like it man I don't, I don't know how much you'd listened to him before did you know much about him before this part? no um, I, had, I had heard a couple of tracks that he was on like featured yeah. and I liked how he rapped I liked his cadence mm-hmm. and I liked his voice um, but I didn't check out his other albums and then when this one dropped I uh, I, I, I was like okay this will be the one that I want to you know just dive into and um, man it delivered on on all counts um, yeah, and I got that first the first song stuck in my head I can't remember the name of it y'all know that first track is, is badass though yeah yeah he uh He's got a great cadence. The only thing that I'll say that I don't like about him is sometimes, like, he's got strong hooks, but he'll put, he knows it, and then he'll just kind lay of. them throughout the, like, like four times, oh. five times. <laughs> yeah, keep so, going. Like, it, it, like, sometimes it, it, a track will overstay its welcome, okay. but there's some deep storytelling in there, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got a perfect blend of storytelling, some catchy uh Catchy raps, but still unique. And he's from Houston. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, checks the checks the South box off. You know, so good vibes on that. And I mean, yeah, just again, <laughs> that first track is dope. And he's just got that line in there, which I'm trying to paraphrase it, but I think it's uh, I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's that's fucking dope, man. Man, so, he's got a lot of quotables. Yeah, you know, all so throughout. It's just real, real cool, and it's real uh, again. You know. He's not a very polished rapper. You know, it doesn't seem like he practices his stuff yeah. a lot, but it just comes off effort, effortless again, back to that word for some reason. But, uh, you know, just just kind of vibes with it, you it's, know, you, his, his rhyme You saying style. that kind of calls, like, a, like, it's almost like a biggie. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Not, maybe not know. as wordy, obviously, but, you know. Right, uh, right. Yeah, it's just like effort. He just easily does it, you know uh-huh. what I mean? So, but, uh, yeah, I, I like it, man. So I've, I've been coming back to that, too. So Maxo Cream. Uh, that's that's my top five. Do you have another one, or is that it? Do we finish? Are we done? Not well with I that. Have, I, how many do I have left? I thought I had two left. Yeah, I've got two left somehow. Um, well, it's because two, oh, we, two, yeah, we joined you, up on two. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, the, the ones I have left, uh, you know, although I brought this up is not being a hip hop album. Got to give uh, Tyler Creator Igor some props here. Um, you know, if I didn't say it before, I think it's the album of the year. Period. Everything mm-hmm. across the board. But you know, he's still there's still rap in there. Um, uh, we talked about it at the halfway point, I think. Um, 
it, you know, Tyler is better had a not love hate, but just you know, at first I was kind of indifferent to that whole brand that they had going, uh, but then get grew to respect what our future kind of had built as a, as a young group of, of guys. And then, you know, obviously he kind of starts to stick out as the, the architect of all that. Uh, but, you know, his voice was always kind of annoying sometimes to me. So there's some songs that I really liked, uh, subject matter or ways that he, you know, uh, just put his words together. But after a while, I kind of would grow weary of just his voice or when he got on the reel, just kind of like dark lyrical stuff. So that's why I really like Igor because he's found a way to, either pitch up his voice at certain times yeah. or you know it's, it's more sing-songy or he does certain things to where it's, it's a way more enjoyable listen and um, on top of being an artist if everybody doesn't know he's also a producer he does all his own production and I mean he's amazing at that and that was the one thing that was always holding me back I was like man he's a great producer but uh, the voice just sometimes mm -hmm. so to me he just knocked it out the park on this one um, you know there's a lot of ballads here Earthquake is probably the song I'd say one track to check out um but, uh, you know, it's just an amazing album to me. Um, subject matter-wise, thematically, um, you know, it, it's kind of going through an entire relationship, kind of from going, yeah. I guess, in love to out of love to do I still, am I still interested? It is and, crazy you know, that it didn't get album of the year. Yeah, no, they... they Nomi not, not even nominated. It's yeah, insane. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, again, we're, we're going down the, the road on the horse <laughs> here, but we can't get ego in. I don't know. But... Um, so yeah, and I mean that, it's just a great album. And then it gets to the very end, you know, the last uh, track on there. I think I believe or the last couple is like "Thank You." He kind of realizes that the relationship has run its course, and you know, I just thank you for what we had, and now it's time to you know move forward. So it's just a, a great story of, of a whole relationship, uh, you know, highs and lows, and one that ended, uh, you know, not in the best way, but you got to move on. So yeah, uh, Igor, great. I'm sure everybody's checked it out. Uh, but yeah, Tyler the Creator, and. Yeah, I've still got one left, too, I guess. Uh, real quick, we did some classic boom bap on both lists, but one more that I guess is considered an album, but I'm putting it here, is uh, Blue and Damu the Fudge Monk, Ground and Water. Um, Blue is a West Coast rapper out of Cali. Uh, I was going to look this up, but he was on one of the uh, freshman class lists, the one with, like, like Kid Cudi and... Um, few other people, like, people consider it one of the best freshman classes. Yeah. But he kind of, I think, got lost in the shuffle there. But uh, he came into the game uh, with a classic album, Below the Heavens. Him and Exile, who's a great producer, they always uh, team up. And so he had a classic with that. I honestly think he's back with another classic uh, with this little project with Demu the Fudge Monk, who is uh, a real kind of traditional uh, boom-bap producer. So... From a production standpoint, which, I mean, obviously I get in that bag a lot, uh, you know, classic drum loops, breaks, uh, just great samples. And, I mean, he just layers so many different um, parts of a beat together, you know. From most boom bap producers, or I mean, we're in the era of lo-fi for folks that don't know the difference or don't know what boom bap is in those lo-fi. Uh, you know, they'll they'll it's just a basic loop of a sample and drums, and that's that's the song. You know, cut some things out, filter here and there, and I mean, he he'll do that, but throughout one song, he'll have you know just four changes, you know, all in the same BPM, but so the the all the songs kind of take on a different a different feel towards the back end. But on top of that, I mean he's layering so many different samples. It's just it's a tour de force of, of sample based production for me, man. Um and I've heard of uh the Move the Fudge Monk for years, never really got into him and now he's just kind of flying up my one of my favorite producers lists. So uh Ground and Water, check it out. Man. Um 
I'm going to listen to that on the way home. You said yeah. tour de force. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's, production. you know, I'm just, I can go both ways. And Blue's an elite MC as well. So sometimes I can good. just. I, I've been sleeping on him. Yeah. Uh, he's put out a few projects with other people. Yeah. And he, he's he's real prolific like that. He'll like jump around and do a project with this guy, do this, yeah. do this. And he does a lot. And I mean, he drops almost every year. Um, I think last year was that the hot something California summer is right, a playoff yeah, of that. Yeah. And that was Which pretty was critically yeah. Yeah, critical acclaimed. Um, so, I mean, I always try to keep up with him, check it out. But, yeah, um, the, the track to check out will be the first one you hear, both of them. Man, it's just, uh, as well as, uh, you know, producer, he's also a DJ, turntablist, so there's a lot of turntablism in the album. This one comes in with just dope. Dope cuts, uh, great samples, like a 50-cent sample. It's got an outcast sample, like the first track. So you really get the whole vibe of what he could do as a producer, what he could do as a DJ. Then Blue comes in and raps. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I like it. It's short. Uh, Ten tracks, I want to say. No, it's too many. I think seven. So I think they were considered an EP, but I'm, I'm putting it an album because I got yeah. I had to recognize it somehow. So, so. Seven tracks or ten? Uh, one of the two. I don't know. Okay. You know, but it's not very long, um, and I think they were calling it man, an EP. So that's, man, I respect shorter albums these days. Like, I, g- give me ten, I'll listen to all ten. Yeah, you, you Give me fourteen, I'll listen to five. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's so a, weird. You see too many, like, I can't yeah, do it. I'm exactly. Just, I'm going to check out it. Exactly. Early. Yeah, so, yeah, but check them out, man. Uh, Blue and Dumbu, Ground and Water. Uh, like I said, the first track is really dope, but I would also check out Share the Love, which is an awesome song. It's just... Uh Scott, my homie, that was in the other group. I don't forgot their name. Panacea, um, Raw Poetic is a dope artist, and uh, it's just a cool song. Share the love, obviously. You know what the theme is. It's all right. about that positivity, and it's just a great song. Um, so check those guys out. Did I finally make it? All five of mine. I think I did. I think so. All right. Those are the last two. We did it. Top five. Um, top five. That's a that's a good top five. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask. Uh, it, the question popped into my head before we started, but then we started. Was <laughs> do, wait, what do you think about this year in hip hop? I think a lot of people said it was a slow year, not good, all that kind of stuff. And then I was tending to agree. Yeah. And then in preparation for this, uh, this show that I knew we were going to do last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I made Spotify. Playlist of like, oh, okay, like, like, that was probably smart. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it helped me keep track of everything that was coming out. So I was going back to like Hip Hop List one, two, three, four. Uh, gotcha. I made like four lists for like each quarter. quarter. Yeah. yeah, and I was looking and. I, I got to make, you know, a list of about 12 albums that I wouldn't feel bad going back to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, 12 albums, that's an album a month. Right, that's really go. good. And I've listened yeah. to more than that. That's a, I mean, that's plenty. Right. You know what I mean? Right. How much do we right. need? So I just think of it like it wasn't, I guess, critically acclaimed, like in releases and all that kind of stuff, I guess. Like yeah. there's no Drake. There's right. no Kendrick. Right. There's no, the you big, know. big, big, yeah. But, but. Overall, I had plenty to listen to and uh, yeah. plenty of stuff that kind of pushed uh, the art form forward. So, what was what, your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hear, I heard that a lot as well as you know, oh, this year's been kind of weak. But like you said, I think it just comes down to those kind of heavy hitters dropping projects. And then also, I think one thing that I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast on this is the the rush to want to call something a classic now, you know, Man. an album. So I think when you have a year where maybe it's there's not a few of those in that debate mm-hmm. where, you know, I mean, there's a lot of great albums this year, but there weren't any, many that came out and like the next day, oh, it's instant classic or, you know, the, this classic debate starts. Right. So I think maybe 
you know, this is I'm just spitballing, but it feels like the lack of those debates maybe make people think, yeah, it wasn't a strong year because there weren't all these proclaimed classics or, you know, is this the best album ever? You know, like when a Kendrick drops or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's, there's always tons to listen to, man. Like you said, I mean, you did kind of a quarterly thing. I do a, a monthly playlist, Cicero list. Y'all check it out. It's dope. Spotify. Um, but yeah, so there's always things to listen to and, and things to digest. And, and um, you know, looking back on the, on the five that I had, I, I think they were solid. Um, you know, there, there wasn't anything just super experimental. There was solid, like you said, I guess maybe like the young thug or a guy that's kind of refreshing his sound, but it's still, you know, he's taking some strides. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's a few in the honorable mention. I'm trying to think of something that was a little more experimental that made the honorable mentions. Maybe been that. No, the Denzel Curry was his a little more mainstream this year. The, the it was, zoo. yeah. Um, so Which yeah, I appreciate I mean, it. yeah, yeah. Like, so it seems like, you know, nothing shook up the game much. I mean, I guess the the elephant or the silver person in the room is the Kanye switch over. You know, kind of yeah. to the to the uh, religious end of music. What do you think about that? I uh, mean, it's his prerogative, I guess. We'll see <laughs> what's going to happen with it. I don't know. You know, how long it'll last or, or all that. It'll, it'll did you watch the seen. IMAX? I did not. Did that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw. On title, I still have title. I'm about to cancel it because now Jay Z stuff's on Spotify. So what's the point? Thanks, but, Jay. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, but no, I saw the Nebuchadnezzar thing, like the live. Oh, the opera. Yeah, I watched about four minutes of that. <laughs> and I was like, all right, is this it? Is this all we're gonna be doing? All right, well, <laughs> all we gonna be doing? All right, guys. So, but, I, okay, so Jesus is King is. I mean, oh man, Kanye is such a. I mean, it's, it's a solid project. I was wondering if it was going to maybe make it on years or, it didn't. or anything. Um, and the reason why... It wasn't is, bad. It, I mean, mm. it's a good album. It's just not what I want to listen to all the time. Right. And, like, right. I feel like I get the joke now. Yeah. Like, not not to say that he's joking. Not yeah. to, You know what I mean? But I say that to say... I feel like I've listened to it uh, probably three times. And mm. now it's like... I think I'd rather hear more of his uh, arrangements that r rumor has it he's going to drop on Christmas. Right. Uh, like Jesus, uh, Jesus is born. And like oh. I did, I did listen to, um, I was home and he was in uh, Lakewood with a uh, friend of the show, Joel Osteen. <laughs> hey, all right, right, right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't check either one of those out. I mean, they but, were all over but the place. Like the arrangements that he's putting together. I mean, it's just like really incredible music that yeah. he's putting together. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I got from it too, as well. Yeah, and know? I appreciate that he's doing something absolutely different, mm -hmm. but that's and that's part of the course for Kanye. So it's yeah. it's a Kanye album, just as all Kanye albums are. Right, but it's uh, it's just not one that like I'm coming back to all the time for whatever reason. I, I guess because of the subject matter, maybe. But at the same time, like I don't mind the subject matter, right? You know, so it's just. I, I guess what I what I really want more of is like is is the live performances and all that. Like yeah. I, I want it's weird. Like he gave us like enough, whereas like uh, the life of Pablo, there's like 24 tracks on there. Yeah. I could listen to that whole album pretty right, well. Right, with, right. With Jesus is King, I can listen to like three or four tracks again, mm -hmm. and then everything else is kind of whatever. But if it's on a live performance, I'll listen yeah, to it know, for a long time. Yeah, you know he's gonna he's gonna bring it. Um, and I was like, I mean, I, hopefully he's still working with her. The, the uh, Caroline Shaw, mm -hmm. like he do, she do like the remakes of certain songs or for those live performances. I remember he'd, he'd have her out for a lot of uh, Life of Pablo and, and right around in that era. <laughs> so, <clears throat> ooh, excuse me. Uh, so, 
I hope he's, you know, yeah, the live element always kind of reimagines those songs. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the, what was the other album? Yay. It's kind of like that album, I guess, where yeah. um, I don't find myself going back to those songs. They're not bad songs. You know, there's a lot of great production on there as well. But it, yeah, it's just, you know, it's competent. Uh, you know, a lot of people I know, the knock on the Jesus the King was like, oh, it's kind of surface level Christianity. Or, you know, he's not really delving deep into it. And I'm like, well, if that's his understanding right now, I don't know. You know, I don't know what else you want him to say. Man. Uh, you know, lyrically. Dude, I've been listening to Christian hip hop for a long, long time. Yeah. And if you want that, it's there for you. It's in there. Yeah, there's enough of it. Lyrical theology. So, just type it in. Right. Uh, what's his name? Shylin. And he'll give you all that. Shylin, right. But there's you know plenty what? Of those. You're, yeah. Plenty of those people yeah. are going to live for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, like that's yeah. a crazy thing. I shout out to all the uh <laughs> shout out to all the suburban white ladies that I've been seeing on my Facebook <laughs> that have been it's posting amazing. about Jesus is King yeah. and Kanye West for the first time probably in their life. Right, right. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I mean, I think you know, the knock of oh, it's kind of surface level whatever. I mean, he's he's bringing people to, you know, look look into their religious in at some point. Yeah, cuz there's a lot of people like, "Oh, look at this. This is great. Look at, you know, Kanye right. helping helping the cause." So, uh, you know, that was you know, I guess a big moment of the year as far as a just release or that shift maybe from you know Kanye yeah. to kind of a more now religious artist or for now we we don't know how long it'll last we'll see. Um, so that was you know a big I guess music related story or a heavy hitter having something to do with the year. But for sure, you know overall anytime kinda, Kanye does anything. Yeah. So outside of that though, yeah, this year just didn't have a lot of those big moments. I guess of that. I mean, it was more of a. I don't know, an average, where we're going, you know, short, kind of fast food service yeah. stories. I think a lot of people ideas. are going are, are just tucking for 2020. Yeah, the big the big heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's, it feels like it should be some Kendrick time. Um, who else? It was rumored. I know there's a Run the Jewels, maybe. Run rumored. the Jewels is supposed to come out next year. Yeah. That's going to be dope. Or, I don't know, they might try to sneak it Christmas, too, because they did that a few times. So oh, one, the man, last one. that would be wonderful. So they might try to sneak it in here, because uh, they've been kind of hitting and teasing so yeah. Destiny's done so I mean they probably they did say it was it. done I think just yeah. not too long ago so uh, but yeah I mean overall I think it was it was still a good year man I mean yeah. there's always there's always something to, to learn and, and new to listen to and some up and comers I mean like the YBN looks like he's got a pretty promising career for mm-hmm. a young lyrical guy you know so uh, yeah I enjoyed the year I thought it was I thought it was great so um, screw those people that said it sucked right <laughs> uh, we're gonna go with uh, let's do decade decade albums okay yep. albums of the decade I got two I, I told you three but I got I got three but more like two and maybe a three Okay. So my my two are my beautiful dark twisted fantasy best album of the decade by far. Okay, we can just we just start there, yeah, because that's on mine as well. So I mean, <laughs> I, you can't argue. Yeah, I mean, we magnum could, opus for Kanye. Yeah, we could we could go in. We just talked about him for a while, but for me, that's yes, yeah, the the top of of his game and what he does well, which is like we were just saying, kind of these grand productions. Right. Uh, you know, now he's kind of transitioned it more to like you're saying the live and and doing those types of things. But for me, from mm-hmm. a music aspect, that's yeah, what this is is I mean, the the list of people on the album alone, you know, and for it to all to come together like it was, I mean, yeah. it's it's a moment, man, and uh, 
Yeah. I guess right at the end of the d- beginning of the decade, beginning right? Beginning of the decade. Yeah. So I remember some people were like, which one do you, can you put it in this one or not? But yeah, I put it in mine too. So yeah. I, uh, I don't think everybody knows. Go. I got to pimp a buff butterfly for my other one. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Go ahead. We, I mean, do you, is it, it didn't make yours? No, it didn't. But we're, okay. we're on the Kendrick trail. I was going to say, okay. go ahead and do your thing. So, so, so to pimp a butterfly made mine because it was, it is such a, I think it's his best work in okay. terms of like who is Kendrick mm-hmm. and 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 him really coming to his own as an artist. Um, he this it's such a well written album. Yeah, it was a definitely. sharp turn from anything anybody expected from him. Right, and it put him in a whole another category as a yeah. as a legendary artist. I think definitely. So I, I I think it 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 marks his maturity and like what could be done for a commercial project, but still have like this total like it's its own world type thing. And uh, so that's what I really appreciated about mm-hmm. it. And it it also ties into his personal history. It ties into hip hop history. Yeah. It ties into uh, just like the the culture at large. I mean, it it won like a. I mean, he won like Nobel. Pulitzer yeah. for it and stuff. So, like, it, it's it is a definitive album for the decade uh, to me. No, I mean, it's, it's it's Kendrick. I mean, again, this is he's gonna pop up for sure. Uh, you know, so this one to me, I mean, I'll go ahead and say the other one that I had in mind is Good Kid, Mad City. So, so yeah, it's Kendrick is coming. That's what I was. I was like, right. oh, well, he's coming yeah. either way. But um, yeah, I mean, to, they're all. I mean, all his albums are amazing. So, To Pimp a Butterfly is right there as well. Uh, I've been listening to, I always tell people about it on our other podcast, uh, Dissect. A uh, guy does a podcast oh, yeah. about pretty much he's done, I think, all three of the Kendrick albums. I know he did Damn. He's doing Damn right now. And they did uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. And they did, oh, they did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So. Yeah. And but, that, um, he did Flower Boy, too, I think. Yeah, he's done Flower Boy. And he, I think last one he did Frank Ocean. I'm sure but, he'll do Igor. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we're on Kendrick anyway, but. Him talking about damn, he always kind of brings back the old albums uh-huh. and like how they tie in. So yeah, I mean within that story, it's like to pimp a butterfly was like I guess him deciding to go out and, and help and, and offer his opinions to to certain things. And kind of once he gets to damn, it's kind of how that was rebuked and how it was flipped, which I never noticed that at the time. But mm. then looking back, because uh, you know he got in trouble with the lyrics, uh, you know the news, some of the news. Uh, stories were on him about the lyrics about the police stuff and I mean that's the thing To Pimp a Butterfly like you said kind of checks all the boxes and it had All Right which was like a huge that song I think yeah. itself became you know a, a whole nother level um, so yeah this that, that album is great um, I mean the Tupac skit at the end is amazing right um how much uh how much a dollar cost i think this is the exact name of it that's probably was my favorite song on the album uh just on so many levels because uh, i mean just the storytelling on that that song and just kind of tackling subject matter like that the way he did is, is amazing so i mean it's, it's kendrick man what what can you say yeah uh, it's gonna be like i have no idea what he's gonna do next you know what right. i mean it's it, i mean and like i said i kind of slept on damn but listening back through this thing like again like all three of the albums kind of show him in a certain state so after he gets kind of rebuked by the the media or whatever you know damn is kind of his response to that and this whole wickedness weakness i don't know it's it's right. deep those podcasts just go check out right. dissect that he I'll can to check that out. he can delve into them ridiculously well but i really liked uh what is it called there's one track on there um I can't think of it now. On damn, on damn, yeah. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, man, no, he's dope. Uh, but yeah, like I said, my other one was uh, going back, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, when I first uh, heard of Kendrick, it was right when Section 80 had dropped. Yeah. Um, you know, and there was a lot of lot of buzz, a lot of hype. I love and, Section 80. Uh, yeah, and then you turn it on, and you're like, well, damn it, this is fucking amazing, too. Well, like, <laughs> that was the first thing. But I mean, you know, like, yeah. I just remember when I first heard that, I was like, man, this guy's he's doing something different. And I mean, he just carried that on into his first album, Good Kid, Mad City. Um, uh, you know, the storytelling on that is crazy. And again, shout out to Dissect. They kind of break down everything when they do stuff. So just, it, you know, breaking down how much the entire story of Good Kid, Mad City, of him wanting to go meet a young lady, uh, completely changed his entire life. You know, he goes to, you know, meet the girl, he gets his friends, they do the uh, this robbery, a failed robbery. They go over, the girl, over to the girl's house and get in this confrontation with the brothers, and one of their friends gets killed, you know. And it, all of this is because he wanted to go for a little extracurricular late night, whatever, uh, in his mom's van. So, but it's just, you know, it's one of those stories that, all of us, we we obviously grew up. Everybody, you know, has one of these. Well, uh-huh. I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna do something. But how it completely changed the trajectory of his life because throughout that, you know, the entire story, the entire thing, they want to go retaliate and you know shoot shoot back, get who killed their friend, but they run into a lady who convinces them to turn their, uh, you know, turn their life over to God. So it's just a crazy story of his maturation. Again, it's one of those kind of coming of age tales. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, on the Section 80, there's Tasha's song, I want to say, or Ke- well, Keisha's song, I believe, is on there, which mm-hmm. is about uh, a girl he knew in the, in the area. And there's the carryover of that on uh, Good Kid Mad City, Sing About Me, which is from the perspective of this girl's younger sister. And she's talking to him and about, hey, you made that song about my sister and the, the sister was a prostitute. So they're kind of, you know, why'd you tell, put all my sister's business on blast? But now I'm doing the same things and now she's sick. And I mean, I don't know. It's just I just always think of that song when I think back of a very emotional song. And for some reason, I just remember first listening to that, that got me hella emotional somehow because I remember the story from Section 80 and just yeah. being like that was just a moment in well, time for me where I was like, wow, this is amazing yeah, music. A, as you're talking about it, like, you know, Damn has those uh, kind of the the it's a story about in it uh, he, he talks about like his his dad, his dad and, yeah. and how it changed right. the trajectory of his life and yeah. the, these like defining moments and like yeah he's really good like, at that you know? as, as you uh, you know we think about like all three of these albums and uh, how it's come throughout the decade and all that kind of stuff and what he might do next it's just really interesting how I mean that's his thing like he, he knows how to write these incredible stories yeah. that yeah that that are extremely impactful mm-hmm. and you know it's that's not easy every to do. time and he does it every time <laughs> it's, it's crazy. from a different perspective it's yeah. just really incredible how he he puts it together i mean he's yeah, just uh like i said i i used to think damn was kind of the kind of at the back end of it like right. hey kind of like a throwaway album it has but grown. deep yeah like it's got a lot of layers lot of now layers. That I'm, I'm listening through the guys and i'm like feel man, is the track that uh yeah. feel is just an incredible song right right so i mean yeah it, is is Kendrick man? He does it every album, so yeah. uh, that's two two of ours. Yeah, <clears throat> you got one more. Uh, three. So so I, I just thought this was interesting. I got my beautiful dog Twisted see, Fantasy at the I early there. to to pimp a butterfly kind of in the middle, and then Astro World. Right, yeah. And I was like, is Astro World? <laughs> 
like like I, I just thought about it like in terms of the era like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. how how beautiful dark twisted fantasy kind of was a was a pivot for hip hop right and then I would say to pimp a butterfly you 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 take it like five years later that's mm-hmm. another pivot I think yeah it's like a moment uh huh and then is shot. and then I was like is there a moment at the tail end of the decade, the decade yeah. and I was trying to think of what that would be and I couldn't think of anything and I was like well Astro World is that a moment and I'm yeah. like it's not on the same level at all right. but you know uh, in comparison to the other two but you know as we look at how uh, Travis has influenced other artists and the younger artists that are coming up mm-hmm. and how they view Travis. Right. I'm wondering if Astro World kind of is a pillar that of, of art like that. I feel in- you. That's, a, that's an interesting way to look at it, man. I mean, definitely Travis, the influence of Travis is, is huge, you know, that he's had for kind of the younger generation. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from with that. And I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a dope take, actually, man, because it's a it's a big album. You know, it had, you know, some big hits, uh, but it, it does, I think, bring in that whole, I don't know what you, I mean, not, I don't know what you would even consider that genre of rap, yeah. what you would call it. But, I mean, there's tons of artists like that right. trying to do it, copying melodic. it, melodic a little bit, but, you know, the trap production. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else you could say did that as well as that. Um so yeah, that's that's I, I think it's pretty pretty interesting. I saw that I was like, is he gonna do it? He's doing it. He's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, it's just an interesting thing to think about, and I think the reason why uh, it's it's hard to say definitive yes or no is because it's so young. Like it's, right. It, it, right. it just hit. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, I mean, he got nominated for a Grammy for that album. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be really interesting what he does next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I also put up here. Uh, that's a good. That was a good conversation about the decade. I like that. Right. Um, well, I got one left. I got one left. Oh, what you My got? Last one is Childish Gambino. Because the internet. Man, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. Yeah, I kind of held it out there. You thought I was going to do the other one? No, that's. I mean, it's it's slept on album. And, it is uh, a slept on album. Highly slept on. Dude. My favorite album from him. Yeah. Um. Prior to that, he had Cold de Sac. Um, which is like a mixtape. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a lot of projects, but like when I first heard of it, you know, it's like, oh, the, the Donald Glover dude from the community is rapping. So right. when he got to cul-de-sac, that's when I guess I started kind of garnering the respect. Like, hey, he's he's really doing this. Like, this isn't like a, you know, thing. Like, yeah. he's trying he's trying hard. Um, so cul-de-sac was pretty decent. Then he had uh, Camp, yeah. which that was, that's I guess. That's when I got on to him. Yeah, people were up and down. Some people hate that. I think Pitchfork gave it like horrible reviews. But uh, there's a great... The last track on camp uh, is kind of a lead-in to Because the Internet. Um, but, I mean, it really just showed his his writing. Obviously, he's a talented dude. He can do whatever he wants. So mm-hmm. and he's kind of proven it all now. But oh, for, yeah. for me, um, that was kind of that pivot to where you, you knew him as the actor, comedian guy that was doing a little bit of rapping, and he might be okay at it. But then Because the Internet kind of came in and just, like, slapped her by in the face and, like, this guy's really good at it and very artistic with it yeah. and like building an entire whole world around it like you, to me it just kind of proves where he is now like you know all For the sure. huge success he's garnered with the show with Atlanta and you know his other music projects which are all way more melodic because the internet I think was kind of the end of the hip hop Gambino which is cool with me uh, go out on top why not yeah. Um, but yeah I mean it, it just kind of 
proved all that. And I don't know if you remember, but because the internet came in like a, the script, you know, there's like a, I can't remember how many pages, there's a script that came yeah. with it, you know, so there's this whole kind of backstory yeah. that, I don't know how I feel about that. Like I, It was like a screenplay or something. Yeah, a whole screenplay, um, you know. And then, the, the, when, it came, when did it come out? Do you know the year? I want to say... it came out oh, at the transition between CDs and digital music taking over completely. Right, right. Like streaming hadn't hit its its pinnacle. Right. Like I don't, I don't know if Spotify was in the U.S. yet type thing. And uh, I would say it was 2014. It was maybe, right around maybe I'm Four wrong. Seal Drive when it came out. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, streaming hadn't completely taken over yet. No. And I remember the physical discs had a uh, had like a cool like holographic yeah. thing to well, it. Yeah. And 2013. It, it is a really interesting point to make as an album of the decade because of that transition. Like it's a it's a transitional point in his career and like how it, it, him as a I hate to say this, him as a brand, but like him as an artist in general. Yeah. Um, but also just in times of music as well. And then, yeah. you know, he kind of hints at that. Yeah. In the the album, title. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. it's just like a really, it's a very smart album. I'm glad you brought it up because they yeah. almost hit mine too. Um, it, I mean, I just, you know, I, I kind of was looking back at what do I go back to the most? I mean, this, I probably listen to this more than the other two. Like just yeah, still throwing tracks on from time to time. Like, like I appreciate that he did other stuff, but yeah. it doesn't hit for me. Like, right, I don't. right. And I mean, I understand. I mean, I don't know. The was it Awaken My Love or whatever. You know, ride, ride the wave. And I mean, there's a lot of singing on this too. Uh-huh. Um, I remember when I first played it for some people, like my brother, or something is like, well, it's kind of neo soul at some parts. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, now that I look back at, it, I mean, there's a lot of singing, and you could see that he was going that way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what I really enjoy about it um, is just. A, like you said, I mean, it's kind of it was kind of a shift in the streaming music platform time because the internet, obviously, in the title is the the catchphrase that everybody has said for however long. Not as much now, but kind of right there, that was kind right. of the end of that phrase or right. like. Now we obviously know everything. The internet is everything, but right. you know everybody just used to say that for a while because the internet. Now we because of the yeah, internet, yeah. you know. So it was like a perfect title to me, and it's just real disjointed. And like, uh, there's a lot of like, just the songs will just completely stop and switch. And to me, that kind of represents how people consume or at that time consume things. It's everything's very quick and fast, and, and now ADD and what was that? What's you know? So the album is real disjointed like that too. Yeah. I think to represent that as well ahead of his time man yeah yeah it's it's dope um i keep talking about the dissect podcast but he lets you like submit ideas like what the next one should be so like every time i'm like because the internet because the internet <laughs> so hopefully he does it but i mean i don't know his head will probably explode half an, i mean it, he could do it but there's so much i mean it's how many songs were this 19 songs wow it, it was a I, huge I album go back to that like I, I in prep for this conversation i was thinking about that quite a bit yeah man so if if y'all are slept, I did sleep on early Gambino. It, I mean, it was pretty well received, but again, like the pop success he got came afterwards. So yeah, I don't know how many went people went back. You know. Another level. Yeah, over so, the past few years. You know, I don't know how many people went back, but uh, yeah, that's that's my last one for the decade, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, just some freebies that I, I wanted to point out here. Uh, just looking at our time, what are we making? We're about an hour. Yeah, yeah. So right at an hour, this is a good time for sure. Yep. Um, New shit or just stuff you liked for the. Uh, uh, they, these are just kind of in no category, but like these are, I, I love instrumental albums. Okay. And um, they aren't all instrumental, like no lyrics at all. Right. But they're 
hip hop production, very producer focused instrument, you know, instrumental type tracks or right. albums. Yeah. So Blockhead came out with a good album. Pete Rock came out with an instrumental album. Uh, Flying Lotus Fly came out with Sh- Flamagra. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to that Flying Lotus, man. At first, I was kind of hit or miss on it, but I, I really like it now. Just going back, I just kind of throw it on shuffle and right. fall into whatever randomness is about to happen. Exactly. But it's usually pretty, you know, it's a, it's a good trip every time. So exactly. Shout it's out to dope. That album. And then uh, what just came out, K Trinata, which is, uh, Spotify puts it as pop R&B. Yeah. And yeah, I could see that. But at the same time, I I think it belongs in a hip hop conversation as well. It's a it's a dope album so yeah. far. Yeah, I haven't made man. it all the way through, but it is such a great listen. Yeah, it's got the uh, Puff Lie track. It's got the song with Sir on there. It's like the yeah. shout out to the DJs, which is dope. I'm gonna right. have to get that obviously in my in my rotation. Um, but yeah, I mean, K Trinata, just the whole selection crew, man. Um, is, is dope. I don't know how if you listen to the other guys in there no, uh, that kind of came up with them. Yeah, like, well, K, I don't think K Trinata is in selection, which is just uh, kind of a, a loosely, you know, le- record label. But, you know, they always play a lot of his stuff. So, I mean, I guess I found him through the same whatever, but like Esta and um, there's a few other producers and everything's got a, a, a hip hop tinge to it a feel to it mm-hmm. but you know it might kind of be more soulful or R&B and I think this new stuff k I mean sometimes it can be kind of housey but I mean the beats the drums the part, drums to me always I like it <laughs> yeah but the drums always bring me back to like hip hop for like sure. sound and production and I mean he's I mean he's on another level too man so uh, shout out to k I've been jamming yeah. that uh, man anything else as, as we wrap up here uh, you know it's it's 2020 you got anything you're looking forward to anything you're planning you got I mean you're you're putting out more music and stuff these days uh, yeah, yeah. really enjoying the projects that you're putting together but anything else you got for sure um, well yeah uh, me as myself uh, you know I'm a DJ I'm also a producer uh, but you know working on a few projects uh, a joint beat project with my homie Dollar Bill it's gonna probably be out in the next couple weeks hopefully before the end of the year it's gonna be oh, called no. yeah Planet Soul Planet Soul let me say it correctly um, we're both kind of boom bap producers and we both really come from that that era or that that school of making beats uh, sampling soul samples so we're kind of just collabing and making a, a whole project of that just to kind of flex our, our, our soul sample Dope. boom bap skills how many tracks uh, I think it'll be 12 we're gonna do like right. 6 a piece so and then I'm working on another project with uh, one of my friends uh, he's from here but he lives in Dallas uh, he just changed his name though McCoy is his new artist's name uh, so he's doing kind of a back home uh, mixtape so I'm getting to go uh, meet up with him we're going to work on that but uh, yeah just check me out I'm always doing that working on beat tapes uh, I do my Cicero list but just go find me on all platforms at Cicero Mode C-I-C-E-R-O Mode that's it at Cicero Mode and uh, you'll see what I got going on and shout out to the foundation uh, I work very closely with them we got a lot of big stuff coming as far as hip hop shows our podcast and uh, events that we got coming up so check out at the foundation 903 and at Cicero Mode but again, man. glad to be here, man. This is fun as yeah, always, man. man. Love it. It's good. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Uh, go listen to all those albums. Uh, subscribe to his podcast. Yeah. Subscribe to mine. I'd appreciate it. Uh, go to strongmy.com slash subscribe, and you'll uh, definitely be first to know about the next time we connect. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Peace.